guys, welcome to Why Some Girls. I'm Jakina. And I'm Brooklyn. WSG! <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about Tiana Taylor, uh, Kanye West, being a starving artist, and being a not so starving artist, just being a woman. Okay. You know, regular shit. And uh, let's get started, Jakina. Alright, let's do this. Imagine the first night. You're doing stand-up at some random bar. You, you're about to leave and you pass Hannibal Burris. Like, is that's not a sign. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? And, girl, I not only was I, like, totally stunned and, like, oh, my God, and was kind of tipsy, so I said something to him, you know. Uh, what did you say? I was like... Okay, tell, me, tell us the story. Oh, okay. So I'll <laughs> tell you the story. So I was, like, leaving Kohl's, uh-huh. and um, I had just done my little thing, and it wasn't like people were like... Encore. Oh, it was just yeah. kind of like I was just like I so need to get up there. A little pause. How many minutes were you up there? I was up there like three minutes. Okay. And the girl who hosts the comedy night is a sister, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Yo, I hope to see you back here." Like she was on the mic, she's like, "Hope to see you back here next week, Brooklyn, or something <laughs> like that." Because I think not because I was like hilarious, but because she was like, "We need more women." Out of like 35, 40 comics who went up there that night, mm-hmm. two. By the time I left. There was only me and one other girl who I think was Southeast Asian American, okay. like an Indian girl or something. But, um, so I was leaving mm-hmm. and, uh, Mikael came with me and we were like going through the, like the little crowd, very small, little intimate space. And I see this brother who I'm like, that's him, Burris. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I like went up to him and I'm like, yo, I was like, I, <laughs> I saw you, you know, I was like, I saw you years ago in Brooklyn before anything happened, uh-huh. like anything had happened to you and like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, did you see me up there? <laughs> and he was like, no, he's like, I just got here. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, so good to see you or something like that. Like probably yeah. way too familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I went to the bathroom because I had had, like, three beers. And I went to the bathroom, and then I came... In the bathroom, I was like, girl, <laughs> since, you know, you lost your job, since all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff has happened, I've really, really been, like, five, six key things in my bag. Chapstick, ID, money, business cards. Like, yeah. I've been, like, oh, where are making... business cards? Okay. I've been making... Okay, I have, I have hundreds, maybe a thousand... Maybe thousands of these for my old job. Okay. And I've literally just been like doing my like artsy fartsy thing where okay. I'm like every card will be a one of a kind little okay. like thing. Random, but kind of like hopefully not yeah. too weird where people are like, what? And yeah. More that people will be like, huh, this, I will never forget this card. Like, right. This, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. But, um, so I, in the bathroom, I was like, you gotta give him a card. Okay. Like, I had the, you know, like you have the card, yeah, Hannibal Birth, yeah, yeah, your yeah. first night of stand up, like done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, um, I, in the bathroom, I just, like, wrote my name on the business card. No number, no email, just, like, because, you know, at this point, it's, like, if you really want to know, you can Google those names. Yeah. You know? For sure. Um, and so I wrote down my names, and I, and I gave it to him. And I was, like, here you go. And he's, like, oh, okay, thanks. And I just, like, laughed. <laughs> and then I tweeted him also on Twitter. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. through with the follow-up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, my darling, my darling girl, Hannibal <laughs> Burris in Chicago or something like that. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for yeah. being in Chicago or something. I haven't checked. You know you're from here. I know. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't, but I didn't know that until you told me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and so anyway, it was just That's a, It's just crazy because it's like small world kind of stuff. Small world. Yeah. And also like, you know, just now we were talking about, um being at this age and being like, okay, it's time. Like, yeah. it's time. Like, you have to have stuff to show. Like, what, you know, yeah. your stuff needs to be tight because there's a certain age where you get where people are like, right, right. You're, you're still trying you're still to get try- on. Right. Like, you, what, you, what you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, um, not acceptable at a certain point. Or not, it's not acceptable, but it just says something about something, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it really is like, okay, so what have you been doing? Like, right. do you have a legitimate thing? And then at this point, it's almost kind of... It's almost like people have a there's no excuse attitude. Like, I don't care what your story is. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care how many whatever. It's like, 
no matter what your situation is, no matter how hard, no matter how whatever, what have you been doing? Right. Like, right. And then please don't keep coming to me with what you want to do. Just come to me with what you've done, what you're doing. Right. How you're moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. How you're staying ready. Right. Yes. This is cards. Mm. But what were we going to say well, about Tiana Taylor. Taylor? Yes. Okay. So the video comes out. Which video? Fade. Fade video comes out on the shit. I'm gonna mess up the awards. Like, was it MTV? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't good. even watch. Yeah, okay, that so, good. Um, MTV awards, and we're all looking, and this girl fucking kills it. Now, mind you, being a Tiana Taylor fan, like she's kind of like a underdog or kind of like a low key. Whatever. She's been around. People know her name. People know who she is. But this video like catapulted her like like nothing else. I mean, this girl has good music out here. She's on good music, like Kanye's label. Um, been doing her thing. She's young. Now she's married to a, a, a finally having a ring um, NBA player, Iman Shumper. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. But like He's an NBA player? Yeah. Oh. For the Cavaliers. Like they just won the um, championship. Wow. This, this year, last year, whatever, however is the season go. Um, but the last championship that was, that was, they won. And so she has a baby. And then this video comes out. Like, her baby is not a year old. And this girl's body is kind of crazy. crazy. She's always been like that. And I don't really watch her YouTube stuff like that. I've just been a fan, like, musically and style-wise. And I have seen some, um, like, um, YouTube kind of clip things or whatever. I just know that the girl out here working. I mean, she's, a like, a dancer, a dancer. She's a choreographer, Beyonce. Done all this stuff or whatever. Like, she's she been working for a minute. You know, like, she's, she, she, she just talented and she's been putting in the work. Right. And I guess as far as, like, not that she hasn't made it to some degree, because people know who she is. I just saw her in concert at the House of Blues. Like, I went with my little cousin, like, a couple of months ago. Good show. Um, she did, like, the songs that I like. And, you know, it was just, she, she's just been doing her thing. How old is she? I think only, like, 25, 4. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how old she is, okay. but she's, like, 20s. Um, but this video comes out, and this girl is on it. Like, I've been seeing her interviewed everywhere since i've been seeing her talking about how she's coming up with this and the way that people are on her like from vogue to wendy williams to whatever and and the thing is she's been she's been doing what she's doing right but this one thing and she's the, the fact is the girl is ready so right. she's like i'm coming out with the dvds y'all talking about it hold up i'm finna have the dvds like i'm finna do this i've been like you know all the, she She'd been doing the work, so when the moment came, right. she stepped right into it. Right, right, right. No hesitation. Yeah. No, if, if, even if she is a little nervous about something, you don't see no sweat. You don't see right. anything. She ready. Right. She's like, oh, okay, finally, my moment. Now, I'm, I'm going to keep it going. She hasn't skipped a beat. Right. That says something. Yeah, it That does. says something huge. It's pretty big. That video is crazy. Like, I watched it this morning, yes. and I was like... I immediately Googled her, of course, yes, after the yes, end. I yes. was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Because at first, I, you know, because Kanye, Kanye video, sometimes to me, I'm like, okay, hot girl, big boobs, big ass, right, whatever. Right, right, right. But, like, when you first start watching it, you're like, oh, this girl's a model because she's beautiful and she has an amazing body. Mm-hmm. But then you, like, see her dance and you're like, wait, what? She's a dancer? Like, mm-hmm. she's, for real, a dancer. Yeah. It's not like someone just taught her the choreography. No, like, no, she's no, like... Yeah. You know, and then, yeah, just amazing. I mean, just amazing. Like, mm-hmm. it was just really mm-hmm. cool. And it was so, it reminded me so much of, like, uh, 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 like an ode to Michael Jackson mm-hmm. in a way. Like, it was mm-hmm. just, like, really, like, just on. Okay. And so, I Googled her. I didn't know, I didn't know who she okay. was. Because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Black Amish. But, um, <laughs> I... Yeah, it was really great. And I do think it's important to just stay... Because so many people, like, are working, but then there's a point where they get frustrated and stop because they're yeah. not getting any feedback. They're not getting the kind of things oh, they believe they need yes, to get. Yes, the and validation. Like, right. The recognition. Just, do you see me? Like, I'm, I'm out here, I'm doing all this, do you see me? Right. And it's like, that is the moment that is even more crucial for you to continue yeah. on. Because the only people... I feel like... At this point, I've accepted that it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Like, if you're doing the work... Yeah. And, I mean, maybe that's, like, a two American and, like, a bootstraps, like, oh, if you, you know, yeah, you'll yeah, be rewarded. Yeah. And I don't think it... I don't want it, I don't mean it like that, but I mean, like, people will fall off. 
everyone, other people will fall off because they, you know, don't have the time. They're trying. They have other things that they're prioritizing. But if like your priority is to like, first of all, do your thing in a way that's just honest. Like, like you're, if you're really about what you're doing, yeah. like you say, like the passion of it. Yeah. It's just a matter of time because there's so many people who are trying to do the same thing as you. But first of all, they're not as pat. Like they're in it just exactly. for the recognition. Exactly. Which is like you're, y'all gonna and fall it, off anyway. It's so clear because you can tell like your work isn't. There's nothing unique. There's nothing like so you about it. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. It's just like, oh, okay, you you're good. And some people are really good, right? But it's not original, right? To, to any degree, and it's not spirited. Exactly. It's not like there's nothing. I'm not connecting with. I don't feel it. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's. I've been trying to really remember that. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to really remember remember it like as time goes because I've decided to be. 100% freelance. Did I tell you that? Okay, no, you didn't. I've decided to be, like, whatever I gotta do. Yeah. First of all, I mean, my bills aren't that crazy. Like, yeah. I really don't buy anything. Yeah. It's really just about keeping a roof over my head. And all my utilities are included, so that should be somewhat easy. Yeah. But whatever I have to do to get the bills paid, but then also to be my own... To be, like, every hour that I'm working is related to my survival and my right. thriving. Okay, well, here, here's the thing. I have a couple questions for you, mostly because I have them for myself. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, first of all, when you say you're going to be 100% freelance, freelance doing what? Where are you going to focus on making yourself right. the thing? Like, what are people going to know you for? Right. So, that's, that's key. Yeah. And I was just listening to another podcast. Yeah. The Tim Ferriss guy. You know that guy? The four-hour workweek guy? Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a pretty interesting podcast where he was being interviewed by the FUBU guy. Oh, Damon. Girl. I'm going to say... Remember that Miller Light thing I was just telling? He was the oh. one who... Um, he was like the host of it. He gave the, way, oh. the money away. Like, he was in conjunction with it or whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I am... Uh, he was talking about how, like... You know, as people who are, like, bright and creative, like, you're always being pulled in all these different directions. You have so many interests. Yeah. You're a student of life. Yes. But I think, like... Mm, as I've gotten older and in my 30s now, I, I realize the value of focusing and really not throwing everything else away, but being like this, and this is the way he worded it, is like, what is going what is going to give me the most return right now? Yeah. Like, where should I be? Like, I could be doing, you know, basket weaving, but like, what is going to, what is the biggest thing I can try to, to uh, master? Yeah. What's the, what's going to be the most fruitful in terms of return, whether it's financial or just like spiritual, like, Okay. You know yeah, what? I was, was going to ask that when you say return, like, is it just financial, or like, are you going to feel fulfilled, like, you know, that right. kind of thing? Okay, so I'm yeah. glad he said multiple. Yeah, and I think for me, I like, I don't care about money. I say that, even though I realize yeah, that, yeah. like, and I'm also be careful about putting that out there. What <laughs> the word? Uh, the, I don't. I you know I don't even want to say it. But when you speak, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? right, right. Yeah. Okay, you're true. You're right. Yeah. I shouldn't say I don't care about. And I, I also, I, not to cut you off, but yeah. I just recently was listening to another girl, Emily De La Cruz, um, and she was saying like that's 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 kind of like a that's like a punk thing to do. It's yeah. like a punk. That's a that's a fallback. That's a that's a fearful thing to say. Money matters. <gasps> oh my god. This is it, right, it, it, right. it's a creative and artsy thing to say, and it's a, it's true. Like yes, we all know. Like okay, if, uh, as long as I'm like living my life, as long as like it's travel, it's like a money. But that's kind of a that's a kind of like a punk way right. to go right. about it. It's, it, right. it. It does matter, you it know. Does. You you want to you like driving your car. You like having your roof over your head. You like going going to eat and going to drink. You know, what I'm saying whenever without all worry, money matters, and it's you want to be you want to be wealthy. You want to be well off. You want to be able to give to your family. There are things that you want to do, and money right. you, you require money. And so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that money. And the more you're, you think about it like that, the right. more you're gonna be like. Okay, well, hesitant on how much you charge, hesitant on how much you accept for like whatever, because like, well, I'm just I'm getting to do my thing, exposure, like no, f all that, I need that money. Right. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'll yeah. be specific. I mean, I know I, I I love what money brings to my life. Yeah. I have made it thus far and lived a very like fulfilled and rich life without uh, a ton of money. Uh, I guess what I mean is like I'm not in it for the money. I'm not in it like. For the excess of money. Yeah. Because there's some people that are like, yo, I want $3 billion. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I read an article that were, where they were talking about how, like, the key uh, line of people being content or, like, happy mm -hmm. was, like, 75000 Which I'm like, I've never made that. Girl, have you ever made that 
much money? Uh, we're not going to talk about how much okay. <laughs> I have never made, like, even close to that in a year, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. I don't want to get specific in my brokenness. <laughs> but, but money does matter, and I yeah. really do want to buy my parents a new house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's certain things, things you want to like, do. There's things I want to do, but in terms of, like, Freelance where I would... You want some paper? Yes. Freelance specifically... Um, this is I just, want to make a note. Just we, should put, we should put, like you said, the article. You were reading an article. We need to make a note to include those articles in our on our website and in our links. And oh, okay. Like yeah. So people can read what we're talking about. Okay. Um, I think I... I am going to um, primarily pursue... Um, Acting slash comedy slash film slash entertainment industry stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think while I'm like freelancing to make my rent for now, yes. for the, which is probably going to be the most, the biggest struggle I'm going to have in, in the upcoming months, mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I have to do. But I've been thinking also a lot about like um, using my connections from the art world to like get into art dealing taking photos of people you know like sometimes people just want like small photo mm-hmm. photos taken of like family events mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like even just having little yeah. that's little how I things come a lot in. of my um freelance uh, photography income is like events right. event photography right even though my aim is to be like a world renowned fashion and documentary style photographer right storyteller you know yeah i've been thinking a lot about also doing some catering because mm-hmm. i love to cook okay and I'm gonna put you in touch with somebody. My friend just started um, a catering thing like this weekend. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a business, but she started working for something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna and just do a ton of like marketing because I feel like even in the building where I live, I could I easily cute do getting out the elevator when I was coming up. I was like, whoa. Did he have big hair? No. Oh. Ooh, it was a close shave. Oh, wait, was he coming from the laundry room? No, he just stepped off. I don't know where he was coming from, but he stepped off the elevator and, you know, the eye contact. But he was polite. I was polite. We spoke or whatever. And that was that. I'm like, all right, he's kind of cute. And then just kept it moving. It wasn't no, it wasn't no thing. It wasn't right, a right. misconnection. Right. It was just like, oh. Was he well dressed? He was dressed in African garb. Ooh. Yeah. There is this young fly. I think he might be an African brother who lives down, who lives in maybe the fourth floor. I don't know. Yeah. I see him in the laundry room okay. and he was on his phone. He was talking about like, Yo, man, I got, I got lab. Or... Do you have an accent? Because I heard this guy talking and he had an accent for sure. Oh, maybe not. Okay. I can't remember. Okay. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about making ends meet. Oh, oh, I was going to say that I think even just, because there's a lot of old people who live in my building. Mm-hmm. And I think even putting up ads in the fly, in, in the flyers, in the elevator, like yeah, around the building to sure. start, to be like, is there a room here that you can use? Like, do they have, like, a rec room or... There's some, like, commercial space on the ground floor. But just in general, like, you know how, like, senior homes will have a rec building? Or... Yeah. I've just been in other buildings where they just have, like, a general room. Um, I don't know what you call it. In right, the building, right, so There's, right. like, a... There's, there's... Like, a common space? Yeah. I've never seen... No. Okay. But I'm about to do... Whatever I gotta do to yeah. this apartment, <laughs> but I really don't want to. Like I'm applying. I'm actually. I should be honest. I am applying for an arts job, uh, though it's like twenty hours a week. It's with this arts organization in downtown Chicago, just because I feel like it would be cool to like keep the momentum going from yeah. rebuild and yeah. be like, yo, I'm still in the scene. Exactly. I love still it. networking, making new connections, and yeah. all of that. Yeah, I mean that's a part of freelance. Right, right, right. And it's only 20 hours a week. Because exactly. if it was, like, full-time, you're like, nah, I'm not trying to do it. Like, yeah. Because there, there comes a point, and I think this, I know this is my point, where it's like, you really have to decide, like, are you about to do this? Exactly. Or are you going to keep exactly. taking the safe job? Exactly. Like, I could be working for someone else Girl, forever. you're saying the same thing right? I've been saying. It's like, what are yes. you going to do? What are you, what are you willing to do? And there's that whole, um, without risk, there's no reward. Right. And I'm, 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 I'm. I, my dad is really afraid of me being broke. He's always like, how much do you have in your bank account? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's mostly because, you know, your parents want you to do well. They want yes. you to do better than they did and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like, 
pops. Yeah. I'm going to be broke. Yeah. And I can, you know, like, or I, I expect, I would be pleasantly surprised if I wasn't like, you know, $10 in my account for the next three months. Like I'm mm-hmm. willing to do that where mm-hmm. it was worth it to me where I'm like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm breaking even and maybe even still have a little yeah. bit left over. Yeah. But like, it's time. I don't have to go out to eat. I don't have to go to bars. I, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm, this is, this is what makes sense for me. Okay. But it is going to, it is, I'm scared. But what was your other... <laughs> what was your I'm other scared. Question? What was your other question? I think that's what we need to title this episode. I'm scared. I am scared. It's scary. It's scary because you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't do. know what's about to happen. I don't know where the next time I'm going to get paid. That's a scary thing. What was the first question? Because I did have a few questions. Um, I asked you, okay, what is going to be your main focus? And you, I'm going to just call us, uh, this episode's going to be called I'm a Scared Slashy. Because okay. you're both, like, slashy types. Right, right. Because it's so right. hard. Like, even though I am even though I know and I can preach to the top of my lungs, you have to pick one. Right. Because because ultimately, picking one enables you to do the rest. Right. Um, right. You just have the, the timing for it and everything. And, 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 you know, you have to master something. Like, yeah. there's that whole Jill of all trades, master of none, and... When I'm noticing the people who are out here winning is, is are picking one, and then when they get the get to that level, they can then incorporate everything else. Right. Um, and I feel like I know it does feel weird because for me, like, um, and I, I guess that I was this way in in college, but I, it 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 didn't come together until the end for me, where I was like writing for the school newspaper as a journalism major, and I started off a photography major, and then I switched to I think I was always a double major, pretty much. Um, it started off like photography. That was my main thing. I just because I because I knew in high school. I knew before like it, my whole goal was um, be in fashion, move to New York. That was my aim. It wasn't a specific thing. It was like I can be a fashion photographer. I want to work for a magazine. I want. I just want to be in fashion and move to New York. Like whatever that means. That's that's gonna be my life. Like I'm a fashion person in New York. Right. That's, right. That was my identity. That was my goal. Um, and I was trying trying the ways that I was interested in how to like how to get there. And um I think for the most part I've always been a writer but I never thought about it like yeah I thought like I'll probably write a book but it wasn't like a this is going to be my career thing or anything like that until I started doing the journalism major. Right. I don't know. I feel like I'm just going off on a tangent here. I don't even know why I got into this but it was I think it was more so picking the picking the one thing. Right, right. Um and for me, that's hard. And so, like I say, we're slashies. So, yes, I'm a photographer slash writer. <laughs> right. And you're an actress slash... Uh, jewelry designer? <laughs> okay, and we're going to keep it at that. Okay. No more than two. Oh, my God, girl! Yes. No more than two? And you just said those things, so you got to go all in on those two. That was the first Wait, thing. Wait, let me change them. No. <laughs> Wait, can I put artist? Because that's way more broad. <laughs> Let me change them, please. No. Nope. Oh my god. Wait, let me put our. No. I'm like really scared to commit. Isn't it obvious? I know. I'm re- like, it's hard because you're like. But the cool thing about the way I'm able to like rationalize it in my mind mm-hmm. is that the entertainment world. Yeah. Like being in. Which I can just consider like being. Not afraid to be in front of the camera or engaged behind the camera. Because yeah. some people are like, in front of the camera is not for me. Like, I don't mind. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, I shouldn't lie. Like, the comedy thing was pretty scary. Yeah. I had to get twizzled to get up there. Yeah. But I also knew, like, you gotta do it. Yeah. You know? And so, but there's some people, like, that can't do that, yeah. aren't interested in that. Yeah. And so I'm I feel like that's definitely the difference. a stage fright person. I found that out the hard way, like, my freshman year of college. What'd you do? Uh, there was like a modeling thing or whatever, and I went for it. And um, we just we just all got up on stage to like model and walk. But I got up there and I was like, I just froze. And I was like, and my mind was semi working, but it wasn't connecting with my body. Like it, I was having a moment for real. Like I could not walk. And I was like, what the hell? Like this is this is weird because I can do this. Right, right. But I could not. I couldn't. And now I was like, okay. They all encouraged me and like do it again or whatever. So I went again and it just it just happened all over again. And I was just like, this is crazy because this is easy and all I really have to do is walk. Like 
I'm tall. I'm, and not, right. not, not to say that you just rely on, okay, like, you're tall and slim. Right. I was going to put something into it, but I just couldn't. And I was like, you know what? Behind the scenes, it is for me. Right. Um, right. It's funny because I'm actually about to... And, like, that's, like, like podcast work and stuff like that. Because I talk a lot. In general, I'm, like, laid back. You know, like, yeah. my, my friends, people who know me, like, you wouldn't consider me a quiet person. Right. Um, people who know me would not consider me that and but in general yes that's how i engage in the world i'm like quiet and laid back and just right. like real chill and it, and so for people who get to know me they're like oh you crazy like right. oh you okay. really crazy <laughs> right this is like, like an introvert extrovert you're like a, an extrovert I'm definitely, introvert. definitely more introverted yeah i'm introvert 100 percent um it's just that I love good conversation. I love storytelling. I love connecting. I love like hearing something and feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's like feeling it is the thing that gets me out and where I where I'm engaged. You know, but in general, like I can just sit there and listen. Yeah. Happily, like man, like I just I'm into it. Right. Um, as long as you you know you talk about something, but no, nah, I'm an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think one thing a uh, def- uh, really big moment from in my life which was like partly I can look back on it and think about me wasting time or like being at this age being like what have you been doing you know yeah. but when I I was in graduate school for metalsmithing mm-hmm. did I tell you that no I was in metal in metalsmithing school so that's why you're going to be a jewelry designer right well it was us. it was a three-year program and I dropped out after one semester okay because and even though it was like, in it, looking at it, it seems like a failure, like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But I learned so much about myself because mm-hmm. that was the moment I really realized and saw, like, on a day-to-day basis, and then accepted that, like, I am an extroverted person mm-hmm. because most of the people, no, yeah, I'll say all of the people in my program mm-hmm. were people that were content to being in a little studio, yes, working, working on their metal, working. and, like, not talking yes, to anyone. Yes. And there was one girl in my program, specifically, who, like, even when we would be going around and talking about each other's art, she would literally, like, clam up. She got really nervous. Her mm. face would get red. Mm-hmm. Even though she was amongst peers and we were talking just about art. Yeah. Like, some people are just not. Yeah. And when I realized that, because, you know, you... I think people grow up thinking, like, oh, everyone's just like me. I know how to sing. Everyone knows how to sing. Like, yeah. you meet someone, and you're like, oh, you really don't know how to write. Or you yeah. really don't know how to, like, take... You can't see a difference between this photo and this You know, there are people... And you realize what your gifts are. Right. And I was really, like... I like talking to people. Yeah. I like... I really love not only just talking to people, but I like talking to people that everyone else is like, they don't talk, they don't laugh. Like, you're not going to get anything out of them. And this has happened to me many times over my life. Like, how did you get that person to talk to you? I was just about to say, and that for me, that becomes a thing. Like, then that, that person is a challenge, right? And that's why I guess maybe I, I I'm definitely an introvert, but I think I definitely have a lot of extrovert qualities, right? right. And I I can be maybe I'm a, a slashy there too because um, in the studio, yes, I do like to just focus, and I, I was I was that way too. Like when I was a fashion design major, like we're in the studio, we're quiet, and we're working. And it's funny because I started off a merchandise major total opposite like these are the people out there selling your stuff these are the people out there like oh it should look like this and we're gonna do this these are the people who are selling you know so there's no quiet about that and the funny thing is i only switched to design because i I, i'm that wasn't me well actually the real literal reason why i switched from merchandise design because there were math classes that you needed to pass i was like you know what i'm that's 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 not gonna work for me. Right. I can't take no more math in life ever. So what is this design life about? I needed to learn how to sew anyway, and it was it was it was cool. Like I I mean, well, it was cool in the grand scheme of like I learned how to sew. Right. I I had fun imagining my life as a fashion designer because that's the only thing. I, even though it was weird because it's like I didn't necessarily want to be a designer, but that's the only thing. That's the only way I saw myself as far as like clothing like work like I couldn't be a stylist um and it's weird because like I'm not not a stylist for like just the average person and not to be funny or like be like oh I, I don't work with the average woman it's a, there's a psychology behind that you know like the, it takes a lot of work to like convince a woman with no self-esteem like that she looks good in that dress right and, and if the whole world can see it then I'm just I'm actually I'm not a heartless person but I'm gonna get tired of that yeah but, like I'm not I don't want to tell you every time I see oh no you look beautiful like you're gonna need to believe it, it that's a lot of work to convince 
mm-hmm. somebody with no self esteem that like you just wear the dress, bitch. Like I ain't got like I'm just just want this shit at home. <laughs> right. So as far as like um wardrobe stuff, like I love fashion. Like I can I can never not you know. <gasps> Girl, we should get media presses for the Chicago Fashion Week. Yeah, we should. we should. We should. We definitely should. Um, what was I saying about? Oh, but I could do wardrobe. Like for movies or like for like to character build because there's no talking back. But that, I'm you're you're actually building that character with the clothes. So there, I'm not styling someone. I'm not like working with you to break out of anything. I'm making a whole character. Right. Like I'm I'm styling you, but it's like I'm building you. So yeah. that kind of way, yes. And like with fashion editorials, yes. Even though I don't feel like I'm as creative as someone. Like I see fashion editorials, I'm like. I, I would never think to do that. So I, I just never felt like that was my lane, like styling, styling. But maybe like wardrobe um, or like being an actual designer. Right. But then, you know, I, I had my mom, like that was what I was working towards until the very last semester um, of my last year of college when I had my light bulb moment or as Oprah would put it, my aha moment or whatever. It was just like having a magazine became the way I can do everything I... right ever wanted to do mm-hmm. like me going to New York and being fashion was now me having a magazine we have the internet and we have all these blogs and we have all these things and there was a way that I needed to fit into it and it just made so much sense and from there it, like like the next thought was also like a community element to it which was mm, I wanted to be a print magazine even though I wanted to be digital I know it's going to be digital it's probably going to be digital for the first however many years because you know it takes money you know recognition and uh, printing is like a whole thing in and of itself but because I knew I wanted to be print and I knew I don't have the skills like I don't know all of that stuff um I wanted it to be a program like for people coming out of jail like a, a formerly incarcerated population to operate the printing press I wanted I wanted it I wanted it to be a whole Chicago thing so I'm building this business but has a nonprofit element to it all around Chicago getting people back acclimated, giving them people work experience and all this stuff. Like that was like literally my thought. Like, mind you, mind you, I don't know where that came from. Like right. I, I have no idea right. why I thought about like making a, a program for people or whatever. Like I, I don't know where that came from. Like I, I, I wasn't, isn't that amazing? Yeah. That happens? Yes. And then literally I, the, the, um, internship that I did with the defender right after I went to a company where we interviewed a woman who, was over something that did that. I don't, it's called Sweet Beginnings. That did, with publications or with... No, no, no. With, with, with incarcerated. Formerly incarcerated. But okay. basically what they did was um, she made uh, products out of honey. So this is, oh, yeah. yes, on the west side, in the hood, and it's a house, like a townhouse. But you go in the backyard and there's all these, um, I don't know what you call those crates, but those white crates where all the bees are and where all the honey is or whatever. And then they, she just takes like, you know basically uh, uh black and, and hispanic people and they go through a whole program they they become beekeepers but they also learn how to um make the products from the honey so they make lip gloss or chapstick they make candles they make whatever and then they go to whole foods and sell it so they're learning all of these things and then the woman we were interviewing her and she was breaking it down and she was saying how like she hired this white woman to be their boss because they need to excuse me learn how to work with white people as their boss and like you know, learning how they are, like all those things, or whatever. And I, I just felt like it was crazy that I was here in this interview with her. Um, actually, the other youngest reporter was doing the story. Um, so we we're all like kind of well, I don't know what you were calling it at the time. But I don't think we were talking about millennials back then, but I'm at the upper um range of millennial now. But back then, it was just like we were all young people and listened to her. And I was, I just it was confirmation, like, a like. Like, never before. I, I mean, how did I get this idea? And I'm watching how it... Un, like, I just ran into how it can happen. Girl, but you know, this is the thing. And not to preach on a Sunday. Yes. But, like, this is, like... This is how... It, that's how you know you're, like, on the right track. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. the, like you just kind of bump in. Like, really? You were yeah. just thinking about this and then you're seeing how it works? Like, like I, I haven't been graduated for more than, like, I'm, this is this is a summer. This is, I, I got this idea my last semester, meaning, like, May. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. well, I probably got the idea in, um, 
No, it was it was kind of it was the last semester, but early in the semester because I remember starting using the rest of the time in that summer to like really work on getting stuff together. While I right. had all the resources of college right. before I came home to um get it together. So I was asking my teachers, like, how do I code this and doing this like looking up websites and figuring out how to get like the main. Like I bought all the stuff, I got it all together. Um, because I was like, okay, because once I go home. I mean, I don't even know if we had internet, you know, right. like, the way that it is now, like, in our house. I mean, we're still using, like, dial-up or, you know, however right. it is. Um, and this is still very, very new. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like I've been thinking a lot about how to use the way the internet works right now. Yes, yes. To, like, you can literally... I mean, I shouldn't give away my secrets, but yes. you can literally, like, create um, a, a media platform... That only um, that that promotes what you're doing. This is what we're this what what I'm what you and I are doing, and what do you think seven seven three is? Right. So it's like, like why do you think this podcast is hosted via seven seven three? Right. Because it's all of it's pretty much what I'm doing. Of course, it's going to be on your stuff too. However you however you're going to create your brand and image and all of that other stuff. Right. But as far as seven seven three, this is the seven seven three production and however you can say like oh I work with seven seven three right or, you know or I'm affiliated with this and. Like how we're we're building it. Right. It's, it's honestly us, but it is honestly like how we um the perception that we the perception. Yes. Right. And I feel like it's it's this is unprecedented in a way. And I think that like when people when people yeah. like look back on how this works and like the people that were able to use because yeah. the internet can be super daunting and like depressing and traumatic yeah. in, in many oh, ways. God, but yes. there are like there are people who are able to see like, oh, I could do this and mm-hmm. this and this like those I think people, it's unprecedented because I think I think I'm seeing so many examples of I feel like what I was thinking back then I didn't necessarily have a real example. And now what I thought is everywhere. Like, I, I right. feel like I, I actually feel so behind because when I when I got the idea, like, I'm going to build it on the internet and I'm going to have, like, this personality, I'm going to have this. And then, like, mm, within five years, that's what everyone did. Like, pretty much the main things we were going to when I, when I was getting this idea was, like, allhiphop.com. And I was going to this thing called Concrete Loop all the time. Like, I loved Concrete Loop. And it, when I stumbled upon Concrete Loop, I was like, oh, this is, that was like the only thing remotely close to what I wanted to do, where she was like having new music by up and coming artists and then other, like, talk, showing fashion and just showing stuff. Even though she was doing it, the, I'm saying she, the creator, I think, was Angel, Angel Laws, I think is her name. And I was like so inspired by her. Like, she has a book or had a book or whatever. She made, right tons of money doing it but she was like the only example of something like remotely close to what my idea was it didn't her site didn't look like the way i saw it and envisioned it but like the clean aesthetic like the whole like it's gonna be like this 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 is gonna be crisp or whatever like i had been saying crisp aesthetic and like that was like the language and stuff i was using and now that's that's the standard so it, to me it, you said unprecedented but it's so precedented like right no no it's precedented now, but I mean, like, this, like, la- the last 10 years, because Twitter is, like, Twitter has relatively pretty new. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, the span of human life. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. my parents are still kind of, like, what we're doing now, like, in the yeah. people that are enterprising yeah. in the internet, in terms yeah. of, like, promoting themselves and, like, yeah. their Twitter to their Instagram to, like, they're just making themselves yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Like, that shit is so, like, n- new in the sense that, like, um, it's happening right now yeah. in the, in the span of human, right. human. And it's also like, of all my friends or the people I know, like they're me and you, I know uh, girls who are like on it, like thinking about it like that. Yeah. Cause most of my friends are like nine to five, like doing True. their thing. Okay. So it's still yeah. a very rare thing to meet yeah. someone who's like, Oh, I figured it out too. And I'm doing like, you want right. to be on my thing? Cause then yeah. I'll be on your thing. And then. Like, yeah. that's still pretty rare. Because, like, yeah. like, most people are either, like... Well, it's rare in, that... in, in, in the sense of, like, your general friends. Or I would right. say your general friends, but yeah. your artsy friends, no. Right, and right. The, and the ones who aren't so artsy that they can't be bothered. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Uh, I think because we're the slashy kind of people, because we're these women who, you know, the things that we do, it's different. I think if we were maybe even, like, specifically writers, like, who don't necessarily aspire to do all these other things, or specifically like, fine artists, where we're painting, and it's kind of, like, about my art, um, unless you're, like, a contemporary person doing it, where you know, like, okay, I have to put this on Instagram, and you're building a personality around your stuff, or you're, 
or you are aligned with it. Like, say, like, Kahinde Wiley or whatever, where his stuff, you see his stuff everywhere. His art is very recognizable. And I don't necessarily think it's him doing it, but it tapped right in. Like, his, right. the work that he creates tapped into the millennial people who are pushing it everywhere. Like, do you see this? And, like, that's dope and this and the other. So it's, it's the work that you create. So right. I, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I don't think it's um, singular to, like, you know... I, I feel like we're all doing it. Right. But, I, but I mean, Except for even, if you're so singular to your right. art. Yeah, yeah. But I also need, feel like there are tons of creatives. And, I mean, God bless them, because if all the creatives were on their grind, then it would be even harder to get on. <laughs> but it's like, they're so... I mean, I don't want to say his name, but even, like, men that I've dealt with that are creatively minded in my romantic life... Mm-hmm who are totally talented and brilliant, mm-hmm. but, like, are, like, the internet is daunting. They feel like they're small Girl. men. Or like, they can't, like, you know, there's a difference between people who are, like, creative and brilliant and talented and people who are, like, enterprising. And when those two mix, it's, oh, like, you, exactly. that, all you need is time now, you exactly. know? But then there's so many p- creative people who, like, either don't know the enterprising part, don't know the business part, or not interested in learning it, but then they're also just like so emo about the relationship to mm-hmm. their art, and it's like, boo, you better start working. Or that's, I mean, what? that's still more fear, right? I mean, that's still that's our personal issues, right? You know but there's like, so many artists that are fearful. I mean, I, thankfully, I feel like I've I'm adept at like I can't hang out with people that are doubters and you mm-hmm, know fearful mm-hmm. people like, but I feel like there are tons of people who like. If they had only done it, mm-hmm. if they only do it, they'll be on. But they're just like, they're like, oh, well, this. And all they think about is, like, how difficult it's going to mm-hmm. be. And it's like, there are a lot of people like that. Not just creatives. I mean, in yeah. general. Well, the funny thing is, I can tell you, really, I, was, I was that person. Really? I really was. I mean, you met me. At, I met after, you at the Yeah, at you the met me on the other side <laughs> of all that. But I have a really good friend, one of my closest friends. Um, she pointed it out to me one day. Um. Because I had come out, I, I definitely went through a period, like, around 2010, 11, where I was, I was like, legitimately depressed. Right, I, was, right. I was actually just a depressed person. Things, I had been some time since I graduated. I, I, I wasn't recognizing the life that I had imagined. And I just, I was just really, like, right. I was just really depressed. Like, yeah. I had turned into someone who would come home and watch TV. You know, like, and that just never was me. Like, yeah. ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was reading or I wanted to do something. Like, there's always something to create or make or, like, read up on or something. And I just, I, I, I definitely, okay, so I had this depression period. And um, talking to my friend, um, I, I don't know if things were, like, just kind of uh, picking up for her, going okay in her life. I mean, she was going through things, too. But um, when I would tell her all the ideas I had and the things that I wanted to do and, and the ways that I could expand, like, you know, there was that, that, that light bulb moment. But... It had grown, you know, like, there's more things that I want to do to it, but I think maybe stuff had become so big, and I just, like, I just felt like I just couldn't do any of it. I was like, well, who am I to do this? Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever, whatever. So, it's a lot of that. Right. Um, And she would say, like, well, what if you do this? And I would give her every reason why it can't be done. Yeah. And almost, almost looking at her like, are you fucking retarded? Like... Well, if you if I'm gonna do that, then I have to do this another. And how can I do that? Because I don't have like my car was stolen, or you know, like whatever. I can't, you know. And I was so negative, right? Um, and I shot her down like any suggestion. I mean, some of it, some of it was stuff that I really couldn't use, and I don't think she understood that being that she's not like the artsy type, you know. So she would say something, and she's like, "No, girl." <laughs> and some of it was just like just me being negative, um, and so. When things started changing, I really don't know what happened to get me out of that. I'm not sure what moment it was, but I kind of... Oh, I think there there was... It was like me getting back on the internet and like actually like discovering YouTube in the creative sense as opposed to like... When I first listened to podcasts and first got on YouTube, it was like super tutorial-like stuff. Um, but then when I started getting on... Like there were, there were people like um, this guy named Levi Maestro um, who had these videos he was putting out. Then... Um, uh, my friend introduced me to a girl who introduced me to like a girl who had just started something called Shameless Maya, and um, I don't I don't know there yeah. were there were things like going around. I was seeing people like me, but they were doing it, and and then there would be like positive videos going around. There was like this Will Smith thing that was going around, and I don't know it, it was almost c- kind of feeling like a like a version of church because I'm not like a church going person, but like I started hearing things differently, and I I think. 
not that I want to attribute like me coming out of depression to like stuff that I found on the internet, but a lot of it was that. And then like me seeing a way for me, like, Oh, look at what, okay. So they're doing it like this or maybe this. So, so I just started kind of seeing the light, you know, at the end of the tunnel, instead of just being in a dark hole. And, um, so she pointed out to me like, well, what about like when, when I'm talking to her and like things are different, she was like, like maybe she suggested something. I was like, Oh yeah, that'd be good. And we can do this and da da da. And she was like, whoa, like, you sound so different from, like, last year. She was surprised, but she pointed out to me. She was like, every time I used to talk to you, it used to be like, uh, uh, and I felt bad. Like, I really was like that. And I didn't know. And you had to think about that. That's a good friend to stick with you through that kind of stuff, too. Right. Because I know for me, like, I think I kind of paid it forward. Like, we were, it was three of us talking when she pointed that out to me. And the one of the girls was a makeup artist that I was working with, and, um, Someone she introduced me to and we had become friends. And, and that was another thing. Like, my friend being persistent with the things that she was, like, showing me, even though I was being negative towards Like, she introduced me to a girl who I ended up partnering with. And, like, we made 773 happen. Like, the first issue because she was my makeup artist and she was with me on these shoots. And she was assisting me, um, like, holding my reflector. Or, like, just she was just doing a, a lot of great things um, and helping me just have someone to be there. And also then another girl that my friend introduced me to was a blogger. And she was, like, she had posted something on um, Craigslist looking for a photographer to follow her around, travel with her, and take these pictures. And meeting her and having access to her, like loft in um her space and being able to create within that and being around somebody else creative and who like had all these other ideas and I, I all of a sudden I wasn't just so alone anymore right and like just so like I I'm the only one who wants to do this stuff like I'm the only one who understands me and right. like I, I I had these other people around and with the makeup artist I was kind of a catalyst for her to come out of her thing so it was like it was almost like paying it for even though that's not what I was trying to do um like my friend introduced me to her and then I introduced her to coming to where I had now got to like I'm in the light she was still like in the dark thing like I've been trying to be a makeup artist for a while I'm not on yet and I don't want to do this and and she so I recognized that because she would like now I'm telling her well we could just do this like I can't because of this or this and right. other and I was like oh my god that's what I used right. to be like right. Ew. but I had the I had the patience and everything because someone had it with me right um and so no I have to just thank my girl I'm gonna shout her all the way out Kara like <laughs> no like cause she really 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 um just she was just so great during that time like to stick to stick with somebody that negative right that's, that's you know that's friendship um yeah. What were we talking about just now? We were talking about the moment when you when you realize I'm going to do this or not. Mm-hmm. And then... I can't remember. I don't either. But I also think this is a good segue Yeah. to go into today's horoscopes. Oh. You want me to read them? Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Brooklyn here is a Libra. Yep. And I, Jakina, am a Pisces. Yep. October 18th, y'all, coming up. woo And I'm March 14th. Oh, coming up. Okay. <laughs> Still got some time. Um, yeah, I'm going to be 22. Okay. Yep, um, yep, yep. We and... both going to be 22 on our birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but we like to kind of end our show with our horoscopes and then how we're going to apply that to what's going on right now and going into the next week. And then the next week, we'll open up with, did we do any of the shit that we said we were going to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about Tiana. Okay. We touched on how key it is because the article that you sent me about um, having a sister or like a, a key mm, okay, we didn't get into women. That, but let's get into that next episode. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing we were talking about is... Or the article that we were reading about um, making peace with not having it all. Which mm-hmm. I think we kind of talked touched mm-hmm. on in terms of like, you kind of do have to focus on one mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Because I know I know many people who, most of them older, one of them is actually related to me. And he spent, he's older now, he's like 40s, 50s. And he spent most of his career trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. And... Master of none, you know, and now he's at a certain age where it's like, you could have literally been, he lives in Cleveland, you could have Mm -hmm. literally been like running the Cleveland art scene, Mm -hmm. but because you were just spread so thin, Mm -hmm. you're known, you're known broadly, but not like 
in a in a in a dense like right. solid way in a, a respectable in a, a respected by the people that you respect right. way right mm-hmm. and I feel like for good or or bad whatever for better or for worse uh-huh. it's like the way that stuff is set up in the U S or maybe it's the world in general like if you are a master of something. Mm-hmm. That's how people are like, oh, I recognize you. you did this. And then maybe, yeah, you went on to do mm-hmm. other things. But, mm-hmm. like, I know you as a technocrat. Or I know you as a fashion designer. Or I know right. you, you know, and I think that that is... I feel like, like, look at Carl Lagerfeld, for example. Everybody knows him as a designer. Right. But this man has also had a career as a, ph- a photographer. Right. Um, he's made movies. Um, he just does a lot of stuff. Right. Um, and I mean, and not only just a, like a designer, but he designs for multiple labels, right. you know, right. um, big labels like Chanel and Fendi. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so just, just being able to make one thing, focus on one thing until you can then do your other stuff. Right. And that, right. I think that's why I even went into the whole moment of like why I was, um, why I had double majored and did all these things. Because I was thinking about fashion design. It's not like I don't think about it. It's not like my mind doesn't see um, clothes that I want to make. Like, I don't get ideas all the time. I have to, like, sketch it out or whatever. But I have back burnered that because I need to be known as a photographer. I think I had to, I had to do a lot of work, actually, to, um, like, come out of college where people kind of knew me as... Um, I, I really don't know what people knew me. I think they, they knew that Jakina was a fashion design student and like I had my senior fashion show, and I think they knew me as a as a, a contributor to the Daily Egyptian. I don't even think my friends or the people that I knew saw me as a writer so much, but as, as like the girl who talked about music and like the entertainment, like oh, that's the black face in right. the the school newspaper. So I feel like they can see me either way. But so but for me to be like after college, be like oh no, everybody, I'm a photographer. I'm like just coming me like that, like photographer, photographer, photographer. It's like wait, what? You, what? Okay, so this is something else. Like when was you doing this? Even though that's what I started off doing. Right. Um, so it, it's just like, you, you're going to have to let something go. Like there's, and I had to, I had to learn that in college when I was trying to have all these majors that had like three hour labs for classes. Like, you know, you, if you want two classes in a day, that's one thing. Right. If you want three classes in a day and two of them are three hour labs and you have a job and you have a, like girl, I was killing myself. Right. Um, so I, I kind of learned then the hard way and then realized that I had learned it like afterwards. Like, oh, I'm trying to do that thing again where I'm trying to do it all. Right. I have to pick one. Right. You do. You do. And it's hard, especially when you're like blessed to be so talented. True, true. And then also you are curious about a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know? And you just get the ideas. Right. My right. mind conjures up things that I want to see happen. Girl, you know how many times I'll be like, sending what I consider great ideas mm-hmm. to, like, my friend, well, my friends or, like, whatever, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, when you're, and this, oh, my God, I didn't even <laughs> tell you. Yeah. And this doesn't even have to be, like, a thing, but, like, mm-hmm. I was on, I, okay, so I've been, like, really, or last few weeks, this week, the last week and a half, I feel like I'm in a much better place because of what happened to me. But the last few weeks, I've been really grappling with work, jobs, employment, the idea, you know, because, like, even if you're not, even if you're not, like, totally invested in your job, it's, like, it's, you feel some kind of way when you're, like, let go, or, like, fired, you're, like, oh, wow, what does this mean? Yeah. How am I going to process this? Um, and so I was on the beach, I was on the shore, Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, it was early morning, I was Mm -hmm. just sitting there, like, thinking and trying to be, like, what am I going to do, what's important to me, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, just resetting all my dials. And there was this guy, this older white guy, who was on the beach a little further, mm-hmm. on his phone, talking to somebody, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there, and then, like, when he's done with his phone call, he is like, I'm sitting on a rock, and he's, like, about to pass me. He's like, so, he's like, do you come out here a lot? Or, like, what are you doing out here? Because he could tell I was just kind of, like, you know, just chilling. And I was, like, dressed in, like, workout stuff, because I, like, pretended to jog down there. Mm-hmm. But, um, turns out, this man is, like, a bajillionaire, but also, like, he's in the stone and marble business. Mm-hmm. And so on point, Jakina, like, in terms of, like, his breadth of knowledge. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, I think about... He's like, all day long, I think about food. And we started talking about food. And he was mm-hmm. talking about, like, marble and how it relates to, like, international business. And he's lived so mm-hmm. many places and blah, 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 blah. Um, and so it was just crazy how I met this man. And he was like, you know, I should... 
we should go, we should go get lunch. And like, you seem like you are, he could tell like, I'm not like the average person you meet on the beach. Like I could keep up with everything he was saying. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I'm a businesswoman. Like I haven't been in business as long as this man has been, but like, it wasn't like he was, I I imagine when you're like 50, 60 and you meet someone younger than you, you're kind of like, you don't really know anything, but I was able to like, you know, talk back. Like we were able to talk about travel and food and whatever. Mm -hmm. And anyway, that was like one of the major signs this past few weeks that I'm just like, maybe I'm onto something. Because like, how random to be like, uh, on the beach meeting a major player in like the stone jewelry art world, mm-hmm. but also like this man who's like, what are you trying to do? Like, it's very obvious that he has he could put me onto anything. Right. You know what I mean? So, um. Oh, I was just talking about like si- like signs mm-hmm. of just being like onto something, mm-hmm. you know? And like those signs, like oh, and this is what I was gonna say. Yeah. He said when he's like when your head is in the right place, you bump into things. Mm. Because he was talking about how he never decided to be in business, and he used to be like in film and like blah blah blah. blah. But he was like, I've just maintained the curiosity that kind of like leads you to things. Yeah. Like you end up going to an event where you're just like, oh whoa. Hamilton is here. Or like you end up going to something. Yeah. Like if you're just like doing your thing mm-hmm. and like following your passion, it's so refreshing to realize that like this shit might actually there, there might actually be something yeah. here. Because you know that people are always like follow your dreams yeah. or like I think about Lupita's speech at uh, the Academy Awards okay. when she won her awards and she's like she's like I just want people to know like young black girls or maybe she just said young girls like follow your dream like. There's something there, and I yeah. think it, your dreams can take such a beating because, you know, the money aspect, and yeah. people are like, you shouldn't do that, you need to get a job, and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if you have the the fierceness to actually be like, you know what, I'm actually going to do this thing. Right. Like, the signs? What? Yeah. It's just you so crazy. get validated. I think just a small, a small testament to that, like, to just bring it to us, is how we met. And, um... Yeah, at, at a You're at right. a um a, like an after party for a film festival, and you were an actress, and me, I have been toying with the idea so much of like just being this writer and like producing um shows and stuff like that, um and then also wanting to have that be a part of seven seven three. I've always wanted to have that, but like making it more broad to where it's right. like no, this is like like legitimate television shows and things like that, and. Also, just, I'm always going to research, like, I'm also, I'm always going to think, find people to write about, like, just in general, 73 is a magazine, and we talk about up and coming, and emerging, and, um, you know, established artists, uh, we just talk about creatives. Right. Uh, or, like, interview them and put, put their stuff out there, um, just try to make it relatable for those who need to, to relate to someone, to, to right. get that validation. Right. And so, for us to meet at a thing like that, and then to, you know, sometime later be doing a podcast... Um, and then for like, at the time, like I'm, I'm seeking all this like film world stuff and, um, and and that kind of, that kind of media. And then to then get a job in television, like I started putting myself in these spaces. Right. Yeah. Like that's true. Like you, you find yourself in those, in those things and it's all, and it's all cause I went towards it Mm -hmm. and actually just went towards something because I didn't know, like, like the girl who I met, who helped me get the job in TV, um, how I met her, I didn't know I was going to meet fashion people or people who worked in television. I just right. went to a thing, you know right, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just I just went. Just like I went to the after party. It wasn't necessary for me to go. Like, if, if I had just been so focused on, like, well, no, I'm a writer or, or no, I'm a photographer. I don't need to be, like, you know, like, no, I go to these things. I just, I'm open and mm-hmm. I'm getting it back. Mm-hmm. So it does, I think it does happen like that. But I wanted to touch on, you know, um, just some years ago, a thing, a theory I came up with, or just something that I tell myself, uh, a science versus tests, because I think it's easy to confuse the two, um, because you can, you, 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 I think we're always looking for signs. Like, you just want to know that you're doing the right thing or on the right path, especially if it's a confusing time. Right. Like, or especially if you, like, have been recently laid off and you're like, right. well, what do I do? <laughs> right. Um, and so you're like, okay, I just need a sign, God, like, just help me out. What what do I do? Um, but I think it's important to recognize, like, yes, I think in those moments, like, yeah, you may be getting a sign or whatever, but you may also, 
the, the, I think the minute you ask for a sign is the minute you ask for a test. Yeah. Because you can say, I'm going to commit to this. Like, you can say, I'm going to commit to being a comedian or getting on stage, doing stand-up. I'm committed, and I'm just going to make this. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to full in. And then the next thing that happens may not be a sign. It may be a test. Like, how committed really are you? Because you can go up there. Like, you had a great time. Like, it did it. And right. the next thing, you go up there and you're a bomb. People will boo you. People will <gasps> heckle you. Yeah. People will be like, you suck oh like don't do this right and, and then you'll be like oh my god that's a sign that i should do anymore and now i'm done or that was just a test right so right. i mean it's the same they're the exact same thing but they're not right and you have you have to learn how to treat one as one or one as the other you know what i'm saying like a test is another form of a sign but it's a hard one yeah so um i don't know i've, I've written about it and i that's another thing i really have to start doing i have to start putting my writing out there a lot of where i just write right and I don't finish half the shit but I have so many articles um that I need to get out there especially when we're talking about fully funding ourselves as freelancers right, and living right. this life um why am I holding so much stuff back like I need to but the biggest thing is getting on a schedule yeah but we'll save that for the next episode okay so yes horoscopes so horoscopes um let's see here Pisces. I can't wait to see what it says. <laughs> Pisces, the fishes. Today, Sunday, September. Well, should I say the date? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, Sunday, September twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. Pisces, you are neither a leader nor a follower. You may go along with the crowd occasionally, but that's only because you're so sociable and affable. As a creative person, Pisces, you are someone who sets trends and manifests brilliantly imaginative ideas. Someone may now be asking you to lead or to follow in a certain project. This may seem foreign to you because you're so, you so often work alone and you probably feel that you thrive alone. However, you should give it a try because the experience could enhance your own personal pursuits. Mm. I feel like that sounds so true as they usually do. <laughs> oh my god! I know, and I you can think of some stuff that how that applies to me, even just doing this podcast, like working together. Right, um, right. Just collaborations are. It's an interesting like medium point because you're mm -hmm. like we're working together. Me and my sister are working on this like food blog, uh -huh. and it's interesting because we're gonna try to make it you know our own blog because we live very differently. Yeah. But it but working with her is going to force us to confront, force me to confront how different we are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But collaborations are interesting. Yeah. Do you want to read mine? Sure, I'll read yours. Okay. Okay, right. Can we Libra. <laughs> no one is conspiring to bring you down. Oh. <laughs> God. No arts are stacked against you. No powerful force is casting a shadow over your life. Huh. So why do you feel so anxious and nervous now, Libra? I don't know. Could it be that you are seeing signs that your life is getting infinitely better? <gasps> and now you're wondering what could go wrong before that can happen? Yes! You have gotten too used to disappointment. Oh. And you need to drag yourself out of that groove. If you can sense a change in your favor, embrace it and expect it like a wanted guest. Girl, the signs. Girl. I am <laughs> Oh my God, girl. I Googled myself. I often Google myself because, okay. you know. Like, I don't, but okay. <laughs> you should do it. Because okay, it's like, to. you know, just to see where you're at. Okay. See what comes up. Yes, like, yes, yes. I did it once a long time ago, and it freaked me the fuck out. Right. Because it was like personal information. I'm like, what? Like, I, I, what? Like, what? It was, girl, it just freaked me the fuck out. But go ahead. My friend Googled himself, and an old bail bond photo came up. Oh, and he was like, shit. so I do feel like everyone should Google themselves because, you you know, it's just good to know how you are being seen, how mm -hmm. you're being perceived, what's being said about mm -hmm. you. But I've done it a few times just because, you know, I've paid for certain, like, acting sites, and I mm -hmm. want to know, like, is this worth it? Like, mm -hmm. are y'all actually, you know? And, um... Oh, I need to cancel one of those, actually. But, um... Mm -hmm. I, I've Googled myself a few times. This past week, I Googled myself. One, because I was in the dumps, and then I was like, huh, what is this, you know? Mm -hmm. I Googled myself and saw that my Google has been very, very much organized. It's very recent. I mean, the last few times before this, I'll Google myself like, I know the Brooklyn will come up. There's oh, like okay, this, okay. there's that. You know, mm -hmm. it's not about me. Girl, 
I Googled myself this last week and I was pleasantly surprised at like, I don't know how this works. I don't know if Google sets it up or if like there's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how SEO works and like mm-hmm. what comes up. But it was looking really decent. And I was like, that coupled with the the millionaire meeting coupled with like the Hannibal thing, I have been very like, what's going on? Like mm-hmm. what's, you know, because it is true to the, the, the Libra, the, the Zodiac book, don't lie. Right. It's like when stuff goes well, you do kind of all of a sudden get really sensitive to like, well, what could go wrong, mm-hmm. you know? So I appreciate that. that yeah. Uh, Embrace that the reading. good. Don't worry about that. Scary though. I know. And I'm just realizing too, like you leave with are some social people. So I don't I don't know how um did you just every time I talk to you you meet somebody. So maybe this was th- these people were like bigger as far as like money or right. recognition, but you are always meeting someone. That's true, that's true. Oh, I need to Okay, so on. in closing, okay. This has been a seven seven three production. Hey girl. <laughs> Say it again, girl. <laughs> Why some girls and can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the episode of Why Some, Some Girls. WSG. WSG. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>